Thanks for listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast where we bring you the news you won't hear on mainstream media. New episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. Visit our website at www.politicalnewspodcast.us. Be sure to follow us on all platforms. We are on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcast, and many more. Now here is your host, the Kentucky Guy. Yep, that's right. It's me, the Kentucky Guy, here hosting the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for today's episode. Before we get to that, I did want to let you know that we are switching up our platform a little bit. Uh, We are still going to bring you the news each and every time we're up. We're always going to keep you informed on what's really happening, not only in America, but as our world as a whole. Uh, however, we do have a lot of different things going on right now. We have authors coming on and doing interviews. We have mediums coming on and doing interviews. We have other podcasters coming on. We have comedians coming on. So we are changing it up just a little bit uh, because we want to appeal to a wider variety of audience. So if you guys like the platform and how it's going, you can always leave us feedback or even If you want to be a part of the show one day and be a guest on here and have your own interview, you can do that too. Just drop me a line at OLKentucky spelled out 99 at yahoo.com. OLKentucky 99 at yahoo.com. Come and join the fun. It's all about all of us working and helping each other throughout this crazy time in America. Once again, I'm the Kentucky guy. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you, and as always, God bless, and God bless this country. Welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the Kentucky Guy. Hope everybody's having a fantastic Wednesday. Uh, It is very cloudy and rainy here in the beautiful state of Kentucky. Uh, Just your normal October day. Bloody October. Here we are. Bloody October. All right, folks. So if this is your first time listening, make sure that you do uh, uh, hit that follow or subscribe button no matter where you're listening to us from. Also, uh, we do drop new episodes here every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, For you wrestling fans out there, I do co-host with Donnie Cage, Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. New episodes come out there every Monday and Friday. A lot going on right now in the wrestling world, by the way. Um, And let's see. Uh, If you get a chance, check out Amazon.com, the new book, uh, America. The Land of the Sleeping, it is out now. Uh, Also on Barnes & Noble and Kobo. Uh, Let's see here. Be sure to check out our website, uh, politicalnewspodcast.us. Politicalnewspodcast.us. And once again, we are on all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, Pandora, 
iTunes, Google, Spotify, and the list goes on. All right, folks. So I'm going to do something. I want to report on something uh, a little bit different today. It's not a whole lot different. I used to do uh, one-offs like this all the time uh, a few months ago. By the way, we do have some very special guests the rest of the week. Uh, we've got uh, three of them lined up, so uh, look forward to that. Let's see here. Uh, uh, I've talked about, in the over the last seven or eight months, I've talked about the food shortage problem that I see on the horizon, right? And the reason why I see this is because you have processing plants and uh, farmers and and what have you have uh, places blowing up and catching on fire uh, with no explanation. And it doesn't matter how big a country you are, enough of that happens and you're going to have a you're going to end up in a crisis, right? So, and I've always said that this is by design. It's been my take on this from day one. And now, uh, this kind of, and, and this is going to be hard, very hard, uh, the topic of today's episode for some of you uh, to believe. Uh, the only thing I can say is, I'm just a guy with a couple friends who research and have the same access to uh, the capabilities as you do. Uh, so you can do your own research and find this out. Once again, uh, never believe anything I say or anyone else. And that's not a catchphrase. <laughs> that's not a catchphrase. I'm serious when I say that. So let's talk a little bit. This all ties back to the World Economic Forum. And they envision a food system for us, for us, not for them, but for us, that doesn't include animal foods or regular large land footprint. In fact, for several years now, the WEF has promoted the idea that we should get used to eating bugs and drinking reclaimed sewage. And right now, in 2022, they are actually rolling this junk out. In July of this year, an article from the New York Times took what the WEF, the World Economic Forum, uh, projections to a whole new level. And this is the part that I couldn't believe when I first somebody first brought this to my attention, uh, but it's true. Announcing that it that the time is the time to consider cannibalism is now upon us. Interpretation: The World Economic Forum and its allies are manufacturing food shortages, uh, which in some areas may progress into an actual famine. And they want you to know that when the time comes, it's going to be okay for us to eat our neighbors. Yeah. In addition to a recent rash of books and television shows, and I did some research, 
and they're right. There, there has been a whole lot of, uh, all of a sudden, books published and TV shows released uh, here in the last couple of years uh, that shows the glor the, that glorifies cannibalism. Uh, the lab-grown human steak art, the vegan meat designed to taste like human flesh in 2019. Uh, a Swedish professor also argued. Uh, for cannibalism as a more sustainable alternative than eating bugs. Much of the supposed inspiration behind the promotion of the unnatural diets is said to come from a desire to save the planet. Okay, that's admirable, right? But it's important to realize that the Green Agenda uh, as it is currently promoted, is nothing but a scare tactic, tactic to bring people to the point of accepting living conditions that would otherwise be unacceptable, such as eating a diet of bugs, drinking reclaimed sewage water, and now, apparently, cannibalism. So I had to go and I had to get a screenshot. You guys know me. I have to do my own, I have to do research. I have to find out what, what, you know, what in the world they're talking about. And I found it. I found the article. They've got it proudly still up, by the way. They didn't try to hide it, New York Times, uh, that they released, that they released on July 23rd of this year. And here's that article. Time and again, the World Economic Forum and its global collaborators have predicted the future with stunning accuracy, sometimes years in advance, and then when the predictions come true, they pretend as though they had nothing to do with it. It's worth remembering then that the uh, WEF founder, Carl Schwab, during the May 2022 meeting in Davos, clearly stated that the future doesn't just happen, it is built by us. Referring to himself and the other attendees in the room. So make no mistake, they truly believe they have the right to decide the fate of the world and that you and I have no say in the matter. The fact was in June of 2020, formerly announced under the banner of the Great Reset by Swabs himself, this Build Back Better scheme involves the complete reorganization and restructuring of all parts of society, including finance, industry, education, social contracts, the energy sector, and the food system. Okay, so I, I apologize. This is my research. This isn't... <laughs> this isn't the... New York Times article. I do have that uh, somewhere, but this is my research. I don't know. Uh, I'll come to it here in a minute. Let me let me continue. As far as the food system is concerned, the World Economic Forum uh, envisions a food system that doesn't include animal food. In fact, uh, they promoted the idea of eating bugs, drinking sewage water, as I mentioned. And then... In mid-October of 2018, they posted on Twitter, Good Grub, 
we might be eating insects soon. Farming uh, environmental impact by species. <sighs> Bugs, sewage, and cannibalism. The cabal's plan for you. Uh, the World Economic Forum. Uh, many predictions are now rapidly turning into reality. And its selfish agendas are, of course, held as a brilliant and necessary and necessary by its media allies. For example, in February 2021, Time magazine insisted we really ought to eat more bugs to save the planet. And in May, Bloomberg announced that the future of water is recycled sewage, and we all need to be drinking it. You drink it. I'm not drinking that crap. Indeed, California, California has already started its toilet to tap transition. July 23rd, 2022, the New York Times then took, uh, then took the WEF's projection to a whole nother level considering cannibalism. And here's that article. And, and, uh, and imagine an image came to Chelsea G. Summers. A boyfriend accidentally on purpose hit by a car. Some quick work with the corkscrew and his liver served Tuscan style on toast. That figment of her twisted imagination is what prompted Miss Summers to write her novel, A Certain Hunger, about a restaurant critic with a taste for male human flesh. <sighs> Turns out cannibalism has a time and a place in the pages of some recent stomach-turning books and on television and film screens as well. Miss Summers and others suggest that the time is now. Are you able to stomach it, folks? Are you guys want to eat your neighbors? So the New York Times writer of all this is Alex Beggs. He also writes for the food magazine Bon Appetit. Goes on to list several recent TV shows and films featuring cannibalism in a romanticized light. Well, how else do you brainwash the people? Especially young people. And that's who I'm concerned about. And you're brainwashing them into accepting the unacceptable, if not by glamorizing it uh, through the magic of television and it's working, a Reddit message board dedicated to the Showtime series Yellow Jackets has 51,000 members. The show's tension is in the knowledge that you know cannibalism is coming, but when and why? Beggs writes, the show no doubt mirrors a tension the elitists of the world actually want to emerge in real life. What in the world are we talking about, you may ask? Let me put it bluntly and not beat around the bush. The World Economic Forum and its allies are manufacturing food shortages as we speak. As we speak. And they no, no longer just want us to eat bugs. They want to romanticize and put it in our brains 
It's okay to eat our neighbor. You'll be saving the planet and yourself. Cannibalism is a win for the world. So don't be squeamish. Heck, you might even enjoy it. And there's no need to be riddled with uselessness guilt. You're still a good person, even though you committed murder and ate somebody. That's the subliminal message being broadcasted through these articles, books, and TV shows that normalize cannibalism. And it's not by accident. It's not by accident. Let me remind you of something. The New York Times deputy manager or editor, Rebecca uh, Bloomstein, is a World Economic Forum member. And she knows what's coming. And then, of course, there's the fact checkers insisting, insisting, insisting that the New York Times, they never published an article that normalizes cannibalism, which is basically proof that it did, just that those of us who read it did not misunderstand its unstated purpose. The New York Times has also written glowing tributes to Marina Abravchikov, whose art involves graphic references to cannibalism. Lab-grown human steak. In addition to books and TV shows that glorify cannibalism, there's a lab-grown human steak and vegan meat designed to taste like human meat. First of all, how do you know what human meat tastes like, and why would you want to eat something that tastes like human meat? Starting with the former, in December of 2020, steak grown from human cells was featured as art at the Design Museum. These people are sick, man. In London, UK. The creator of the Arboros steak, a reference to the ancient uh, alchemical symbol of the snake that devours its tail and is reborn from itself, claimed the installation was a critique against the meat industry and arose from spending a year imagining how climate change might impact the future of food consumption. It always goes back to the Green Deal. That's just a cover, man. It's just a money grab cover that they invented a long time ago. He was reportedly upset about the fact that the focus quickly became centered on accusations that we were promoting cannibalism. At the time, the New York Times reported, Arboros Steak examines but does, it, but does not promote auto-cannibalism as a satanic, uh, satanical take on the increasing demand for meat products around the world, which scientists have warned will likely contribute to carbon, oh my God, <laughs> will likely contribute to carbon emissions and reduce uh, blood diversity. Okay, the junk that ADA puts in our meats, yeah, maybe maybe the reduce of uh, blood diversity, uh, the carbon emissions, that's stupid. That's stupid. It, it, <sighs> The designers hope that the shocking audience 
with the suggestion would trigger an examination of environmental responsibility and the clean meat industry, which has promoted itself as producing kill-free food. Although most common or most companies heavily rely on fetal uh, bovine serum harvested during the slaughter of a pregnant cow for cell cultivation. <sighs> Why the designers may have had a pure intention, the end result is still something that benefits the depraved agenda of the global elitists. It's also worth noting that livestock raised in a regenerative fashion and not in concentrated animal feeding operations actually have a very positive impact on the climate. Yes. Anything, anytime that you can do things naturally, especially when it comes to our food, anytime that you can do things naturally and eat it, it's going to be healthier and it is going to be better for the, uh, for the climate or for the world. I don't care about the climate, man. <laughs> I just don't. All right. Uh, researches and studies have shown that these guys are full of baloney. We could not do anything, stay on the same path that we're on for the next 500 years and everything, your carbon emissions that they keep crying about will increase maybe, maybe a quarter of a percent according to every study I've read. Don't be fooled by this junk, guys. If you're listening to this, do not be fooled by this. While the designers, uh, so are they trying to normalize cannibalism? I guess that's my question. Are they trying to? Yes, of course they are. Of course they are. So taking the human steak idea a step further, a company called Bite Labs claims to be selling uh, anti-sanal salami made from lab growth celebrity flesh according to their website they intend to collect biopsy samples from celebrities isolate the muscle cells and then grow the celebrity meat using a proprietary uh biorectic uh (laughs) the lab grown flesh is then cured dried aged and spiced according to italian traditions it's unclear whether any celebrity has signed up to become salami but the company does appear to be real. Wow. Wow, wow. Who? First of all, who's going to buy that crap and eat it? Oh, hey, here's Michael Jordan's uh, salami. And I'm a Michael Jordan guy. Used to be. Yeah, uh, you want to try some of his flesh salami? Uh, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> go jump off a bridge somewhere, buddy. Uh, no, I'm not interested. Man. The New York Grub Street wrote an article about the startup. And, you know, none of this is, this isn't new, but it's finally starting to come to light because they're pushing it down our throats now. This startup company started in 2014. Uh, Followed up in January uh, 2022, nothing that is perfect possible to create salami from cloned celebrity meat the rockefeller family boy they've been behind a lot of stuff on this program 
We've talked about them a whole lot. Or they've had their hands in the cookie jar any everywhere. But you know, even though they're evil, right? You have to I don't want to say give credit, but you have to acknowledge that they're pretty smart people. Most of your evil people are smart, right? So did they predict the future when it comes to this? Let's find out. Other examples of an ongoing effort to normalize cannibalism uh, includes a 2018 article discussing the benefits of teenage blood plasma uh, said to have a rejuvenating effect. A, uh, a leader order was said to cost about $8,000 at a time. In a bit of a uh, uh, predictive programming, the film Soylent Green, in which the protagonist realized the government, the government food being handed out is made of, is made from humans, was set in the year of 2022 and 2021. And then you have Katy Perry's crazy uh, video that just was released uh, called Bon Appetit. And in ha- and during Halloween, you have a movie coming out. I don't know if many of you know this. The Human Meat Plant Burger. Oh, I wonder what that's going to romanticize about. Continuing the parade of cannibalism and normalizing trends, in June 2022, a vegan burger said to taste like human meat won a silver award at the annual Cane's Lions Festival of Creativity. How sad of a times in this old world we are living in. The human meat burger made from soy, mushrooms, wheat protein, plant-based fats, and secret spice mix uh, debuted during a 2021 Halloween festival in Stockholm, Sweden. Of course. Sweden, Davos, I mean, it's all there. But they were supposed to be neutral, Kentucky guy. I've always heard that. They've never been neutral, all right? All right? They've not been neutral. They've put on this show to act like that country has always been neutral. But they're not, they've never been neutral. It's a big lie. I'm sorry. I know. I learned it in school as well. It's a lie. Do your own research. Do your own research. So anyways, while they state that no humans were injured on the development of this project, one obviously wonders how they came up with the taste profile for human meat in the first place. Yeah. How do you know what human meat tastes like unless you haven't eaten a human? And you're going to give them an award for this. Perhaps they just invented it, and it actually doesn't taste anything like human flesh. Who'd be able to tell the difference anyways? Uh, Either way, this is yet another example of where the idea of cannibalism is embraced and spread across our generations. So their argument is cannibalism against climate change. 
<laughs> so another Swede professor, Magnus Sodlert. Boy, I'd hate to live in Sweden. It's on telling what them people are eating. And I know from the analytics that we have a couple people that actually hear this, that listen to this program from Sweden. Not many, but there's a few. And I want to say, God bless you. And you need to open your eyes. And if you believe in this stuff, you can go ahead and turn Spotify, whatever you're listening to this on, off right now. Because this stuff is insane and you're not going to like the rest of this episode. So he made headlines in 2019 by suggesting humans should be cannibals to fight climate change because eating human flesh is more sustainable than the meat industry. He even insisted cannibalism was a more sustainable option than the diet of insects. While his concept didn't grow legs right then and there, it seems someone somewhere took the note of his insane ideas because we're hearing about it now. So while cannibalism has indeed featured on and off throughout human history, it is typic- it was always typically before, although with some notable expectations, a measure of last resort. People ate family members and neighbors to survive on, uh, on uh, when they ran out of food on desert islands and crap like that. To, ju- to suggest that the most advanced human civilization in known memory to start eating each other to save the environment is unreasonable to the very extreme. We have regenerative farming methods that would ease most of our environmental concern. There's absolutely no reason to jump from <laughs> the industry of farming to eating your neighbor. To being <laughs> The Green Agenda seeks to normalize a lowered standard of living for us all. If you cannot see that now, you are never going to wake up. Especially if you live in Europe, Canada, which is part of Europe, uh, in the United States, and what have you. Everywhere that has pushed us through. La Blanca, I mean, there's all kinds of countries. If you can't, you know what, if you're listening to this program and you can't see this, that they want us to have a lower standard of living, you're never going to wake up. I'm sorry. And you got a rude awakening, especially this month. I promise you. Much of the supposed inspiration behind the promotion of unnatural diets is said to come from a desire to save the planet. This is nothing, like I mentioned, but a scare tactic to, for us to do things that, uh, for us to do things that are, that right now we would consider unacceptable. And I say us because I'm right here with you. I'm not going to do it. But, you know, it's basically that agenda is cherry picked a bunch of flawed ideas such as the idea that nitrogen fertilizer is a pollutant 
that must be reined in by eliminating farming. Without farmers, what would we eat? What would we eat? The transhumanists, loving cabals answers, weeds, bugs, and each other. That's what they want you to eat. You might as well start gnawing on your arm right now. Crazy. It sounds, and it does sound crazy and wild. But they really do want to get rid of as many people as possible. And no strategy is ethically off limits. Be it, a, be it the promotion of abortion, the elimination of fossil fuels without having a workable replacement, the mandating of experimental gene transfer injections, insect diets, reclaimed sewage water, and now cannibalism. By the way, a number of U.S. states have also adopted alkaline hydrosis as an alternative to cremation. And this is sad. Where dead bodies are dissolved. First of all, I don't like, I don't, I'm not for cremation anyways, but it's def- definitely better than this. This is horrible. This shows you what kind of monsters we have in our governments. Basically what this is, is this is where they take dead bodies and they're dissolved and the water from the process is flushed down the sewer. Let me ask you a question. What could possibly, possibly go wrong by combining the flushing of water used to dissolve a human and their remains by flushing it in the sewer and then repurposing the uh, same water into drinking water. It's a form of cannibalism. cannibalism. And it's going to make you sick. It's unnatural for a reason. It's not just because I feel this way about it or you feel that way about it or this guy feels that way about it. It's unnatural for a reason because God never intended it to be that way and it's going to make you sick. Once again, they want to depopulize the world. Wake up if you don't realize that. It's time to wake up and wake up now. So why are these elitists their answers to everything gross, right? I mean, that's the only word I can think of. Why are they so gross and nasty? So if you're like most, if you're anything like I am, right, uh, the answers to our global woes is so darn gross and dehumanizing that simple answers is that we're not human to them. We are a commodity. We are like the cattle that exists for their benefits and exploration. They're above the rest of us. We may not have a castle system officially, but there are two classes in this world, according to them. Before farmers realize that the, and this is important, and I don't know if a lot of you realize this, before farmers realize that the mad cow was created by the feeding of bovinin parts back to cattle, 
This practice was commonplace, and frankly speaking, the technique elitists see us the same way. The mad cow disease came because they were feeding parts of other cows to their cattle. What do you think is going to happen to us if they start feeding us our neighbors? And and that's their model. Why not feed useless eaters back to the ones that still have some worker bee values to them? That's their rationale. It's efficient. Uh, it's based in large part on the efficiency of a given system. Robots are more efficient than humans. Hence, robots are better a better choice. Artificial intelligence, which you see it all over the place now. You see it all over the place now. I could not believe I was trying to figure out. I'll tell you guys this. When I was writing the book, my book, and I was trying to, I was trying to figure out um, some synonyms, replacement words, because I noticed that I, I was saying I was using some words over and over and over again, and it just it just didn't look right, right? So I needed to find other words that meant the same thing, but they're, you know, of course, different. Uh, and when I googled that, I could not believe how many AI, artificial intelligence writers and copywriters and stuff like that there are available to everyone i mean this wasn't this was this was youtube this was DuckDuckGo search browser this wasn't nothing fancy at all i couldn't believe it uh and that's growing i mean that uh, <laughs> that's growing so uh So, yeah, so uh, artificial intelligence, it's more uh, efficient than the human uh, intellect, and hence, they want to merge with it. What to do with useless humans is the question. That's us, me and you, right? Uh, And the answer is get rid of them uh, in whatever way works without raising the ire of too many peasants. And this is really how these people feel about you and me. For now, the normalization of cannibalism is still in its infancy, but the fact that the bugs are on the menu now today is undeniable. Celebrities, of course, have a role to play in any successful social engineering project. And in a video, the actress Nicole Kidman takes one for the team. You haven't watched this video. It's amazing. I couldn't believe it. Here's what she says. Three million people in the world eat bugs, and I'm one of them. She says that she's wolfing down a number of different insects. Some live, others fried for a crispier crunch. You can bet your bottom dollar that the fried ones were filled and uh, were filled in seed oils. Uh, my skepticism of her uh, genuous aside, research has concluded that celebrities can indeed persuade people to eat insects. Using celebrity endorsements and adverts for insect-based foods can increase people's willingness to include insects in their diet. 
find new research from by Norwegian Business School, Chihu University, and Oxford University. So to combat and prevent global food crises, we need to explore alternative protein sources. Here we go. And I've said it from the beginning that these are the Nazis. These are your these are your 2022 Nazis. The UN has urged people to consider the consumption of insects as they are nutritious and sustainable and readily available worldwide. However, many struggles with the concept of eating insects. And right here, I'm one of them. I'm not eating a fly. I'm not eating a grasshopper. I'm not eating that crap. I'll go without. I'm not falling under their little, uh, their plan, their New World Order book. The findings show that celebrities perceived trustworthiness. I don't know why. Ned, why would you trust? Why would anybody look up to these horrible people in Hollywood? And there's still people doing it. I don't get it. I do not get it. Teach your children who the real heroes are. Pull out the Bible, take a take a, a towel to it and wipe the dust off and show them who the true hero, the only perfect man that ever walked this earth is and stop looking to these celebrities. And you got to do it at a young age. You don't do it at a young age. They're just going to fall in line with what they learn in school and what they learn on this horrible box in your living room that they call the television. However, different genders respond differently. Differently for men, ads featuring uh, action actors or athletes were the most effective. Only while while only actors effectively influence women. In comparison, musicians did not appear to be influential. Using musicians and ads made women less willing to consume insect-based foods. Oh, man. Our findings demonstrate that celebrity endorsed can be very effective. So, obviously, this research is uh, languishing in a hidden drawer, right? Uh, The Great Reset adherents are putting the findings to work. Examples of uh, celebrities espousing the deliciousness and healthiness of bugs uh, right now that I know of include uh, Drew Barrymore, no surprise, Robert Downing Jr., no surprise, uh, uh, that chef Gordon Ramsay. Uh, I mean, the list goes on. Angelina Jolene, of course, probably uh, uh, her old man, too. And, and that's just a few of them. And. So what are some other types of cannibalism? While cannibalism is now being approached in a more head-on manner, humans have been ingesting and taking in other humans in other ways for many years. Yeah, I found this interesting when I found this. For example, human aborted fetal cells are frequently used in the development of vaccines. And while human cells are not present in the uh, final product, DNA fragments and cell proteins can still be present. To learn more about this, uh, you can uh, 
uh, yeah, you'd have to research uh, human cells, human cells, DNA fragments, cell proteins. If you, if you search for that, uh, you'll be able to uh, see more about that. I don't know. I, I think that's about all this article I can stand. Uh, stand. So as mentioned earlier, we have goods. We have a good, solid solutions for our environmental concerns. Regenerative agriculture. Uh, what includes and indeed requires livestock. It is the way to go if we really want to clean up the globe. Reduce water consumption and normalize the weather. It's the only way to do it. Organic farming, things of that nature, is the way of the future. The notion that our only way is a diet of insects and eating our neighbor is just foolish and it's ignorant in the most extreme way possible. It needs to be put, and it needs to be opposed loudly. Loudly, not just on this program, anywhere you hear somebody talking about it, you need to you need to disagree and oppose it loudly. These are none uh, foundational solutions in the least. They are tools to enslave, uh, dehumanize, and just kill us kill off humanity. Invented by people who see every steak on your plate as something that has been stolen from theirs. By the way, these elitists and these celebrities that are telling you to eat insects, that are telling you to eat your neighbor, why don't you turn around and say, are you really going to do that? Are you going to eat insects? I mean, I know, not on TV, but like in front of me, pick up, go on the ground, Go in an ant hill, pick up a bunch of ants, and eat them. Or walk over here, this guy's standing over here, and go eat his arm. Go take a big bite out of it. They're not. They want me and you to live that way, but they're not going to live that way. They're not. They think they rule the world. And they're the minority. They are truly the minority. I don't care how much money they have. They're the minority. Our voice. Our God-given right can and will overcome these people for a season. All right, so that is all the time we do have for today. You've been listening to the Red Pill Car News Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Guy. And as always, God bless and God bless America. Thank you all.